Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of For What Nerd. Today we are discussing two Disney Plus series, both the finale of Ahsoka and the premiere of Loki Season 2. So let's start with Ahsoka, that finished earlier this week, that finished on Wednesday this week, and I like it. I don't think the last episode was the best, I think there's a number of reasons as to why it could have been better. Um, at the same time, um, they kept true to Ahsoka, they kept true to their Rebels characters, they kept true to Thrawn, and really served Thrawn as a villain. Morgan Elspeth also got a lot of development this episode, and the way they did that really enhanced Clone Wars and Rebel storytelling prior as well. Um, that is also true of the Mortis Gods, which were shown at the end of this season uh, in statue form. Um, and what are they looking for? Well, we don't know just yet, but a lot of people are assuming Abeloth, which is Legends character, a Legends creature, perhaps you could even call her, um, who would basically comprise the 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 completion of the Mortis Gods as the mother, so to speak. Um, that being obviously alongside the son, the daughter, and the father. Um, Abeloth is taken to be a kind of manifestation of the dark side, and she's not actually a god per se, but an entity that has become immortal by way of trying to seek godhood. Um, long story short, she is a very strong character. If she does come into existing continuity, it will be a very big fight on the hands of most of the characters at play. Now, what I assume would happen in this case is that Thrawn will be the bad guy up to a point, but perhaps Thrawn changes sides or somehow is convinced to work alongside the um, the heroes in defeating Abeloth at a later point, just like how in the books this happens with the Jedi and the Sith, if I remember correctly. Um, now, that's not to say that is concrete. That's not to say that that is the case. But if that were to be the case, that's how I would see that going. Thrawn is a tactician first and foremost. And if he sees a bigger villain and his enemies suddenly become his friends, well, um, he's going to take that, I think, personally. So that's very interesting to potentially see down the line. I think what the big conversation right now is, is there going to be an Ahsoka season two? From what we're hearing, that is the truth. Yes, we are getting a second season. But the question is, how much are they going to be able to tell in that versus their movie that they're making regarding the Mandalverse? And B, um, how are they going to deal with the Abeloth storyline if it is Abeloth, or should I say the Mortis Code storyline? That might be a better way of putting it If uh, with the passing of Ray Stevenson. Now, me personally, what I would personally do is whilst I don't want to lose Balin, I think Balin Skull is a very interesting character, one of the better characters to come out of this show um, uh, overall. Um, I think, well, I know there haven't been loads added, but one of the more interesting characters to come out of the Mandoverse, let's say, let's put it that way. Um, I, I think the best way to do this is to have either an adjunct episode of Ahsoka or... A, a, a separate episode or like a, a kind of Tales of the Jedi-esque thing that relays the story of what happens to Balin between the end of Ahsoka Season 1 and Ahsoka Season 2 
in a um, animated uh, medium. And the reason I say that, and I know a lot of people think, well, why animated? Because what is Clone Wars? What is Rebels? What is a lot of this storyline relying on animation? And Ray Stevenson as well, let's remember, played Gar Saxon in um, Clone Wars and Rebels. Now, to me personally, I feel like it would be a perfect send off to have this story of the time gap, so to speak, between Ahsoka and Ahsoka Season 2, if it does indeed end up being Ahsoka Season 2, to explain what happened, to suggest that Balin has succumbed to this dark entity and has been lost within it, or something akin to that. Something that allows Shin as a character to continue developing, um, looking for a way to either um, either find and help her master or uh, as, as a beginning goal with finding out later what has happened, or B, to reconcile with the heroes as a way to continue her master's ideas of an, a, a, something new to the Jedi Order, something different to the Jedi Order. That's how I personally do it. I think uh, I think it would also be a really cool thing to be like starting if it was in with Ahsoka as well. Let's say it was episode one of Ahsoka season two, because this is the other thing. Imagine it opening. and Actually, what you get is an animated episode. Like that, uh, that gives me a little bit of a chill thinking about it. Like you're expecting this live action thing and people like, people like, oh, yeah, like this live action show is back. And then it's like, bam, actually, first episode is animation, suckers. And it's like this whole really like, even it's a poignant thing. You know, like how movies start sometimes and they do their kind of, um, they give their mythos to the kind of um, world that they're living in. And they give that kind of idea of, so uh, first one that drops, drops in my head is like Black Panther at the beginning. I think a few others do it as well. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. But like when you have a map at the beginning of a movie or you have any kind of those establishing kind of um, Eternals. Did Eternals have it? I feel like Eternals had it. I, I, I can't, there's loads that have done it in the past. But like basically like an animated or like a kind of 2D understanding of the world before you actually get dropped into it. Um, and I kind of would like that as an episode. I think that'd be really cool as a way of tying in this idea that this is like the culmination of two big animated projects prior someone who worked on those animated projects prior and so that we don't miss out on the story of Bale and Skull because everyone I, I I've not seen anyone say a negative word about Bale and uh, I feel like everyone enjoyed Ray Stevenson's portrayal of the character and some of the lines that he just delivered were just so powerful and so interesting they are kind of the juxtaposed lines of what Luke started saying at the end in, in the last jedi and it's funny because a lot of people didn't like luke saying them but they find them very interesting from balen and that's interesting in its own right but balen and shin have become really standout characters for a lot of reasons for a lot to a lot of people and i i don't want to see that story just stopped i don't think it will but i don't want to see that stopped and i personally think that's a better way than recasting i feel like recasting whilst if necessary is understandable i'd rather the character live on because that says that Ray Stevenson's portrayal is worthwhile, right? It, it's something that initiated a new character in Star Wars, like we've had with Tarkin previously, or like we've had with Carrie Fisher, if we, if we feel like we need Leia again, should her daughter, um, Billy Lord, take up the role? Yes, because, you know, 
Princess Leia is monumental to Star Wars and to fiction in general, right? So if it needed to happen, obviously understandable, but I think in this instance, it doesn't necessarily need to. And I think an animated episode or, like I say, adjunct will be really good for the show, in a sense. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, It'll be interesting to see if there's any crossover with what just happened in that season, uh, the season of Ahsoka, the first season of Ahsoka, and Mando season four, whenever that comes, um, and as well Skeleton, Skeleton Crew, whenever that drops because now Thrawn is back. So if we're moving along the timeline, Thrawn is back, what is Thrawn doing? You know, he's on Dathomir now. And whilst he could lurk on Dathomir for quite some time, sure, what is the chances that he's trying to establish a foothold, especially with the kind of shadow council the Empire has currently? Now minus Gideon, yes, but with Peleon and Brandall Hooks, etc., etc. So there's a lot of interesting stuff to come as regards Star Wars at the moment. I think a lot of people are very happy with where Ahsoka went. I am too, especially because it treated the books with a little bit more reverence than Dave Filoni usually does. I've talked about this on uh, one of my shorts recently, but um, I was very happy to see Dave really acknowledge the Timothy Zahn books as regards Thrawn and that Thrawn had met Anakin Skywalker previously, uh, which is, again, in one of the books, um, Thrawn Allegiances, I believe called, if I remember correctly. I think so. Yes, that's right. Um, so that's how I feel about Ahsoka. I feel like it was a very good season, very good finale. The finale was not the best episode, but, you know, we enjoyed it. Also, that Hayden Christensen cameo at the end of the episode as Anakin once more. Um, I just love that. I, I love that he loves that he's back. Uh, I, I'm just loving him being there um, and seeing him in a Clone Wars setting again is very exciting. Very so that is how I feel about Ahsoka. Let's talk about, about Loki Season 2, the only Disney Plus show so far for Marvel that has gotten a second season. And I've got to be honest, I did not enjoy this first episode. Okay, sorry. That's a bit of a strong statement. I wasn't thrilled with the first episode. If you asked me, did I think it looked good? Yes, it looked good. If you asked me, I thought the acting was good? Yeah, I thought the acting was good. If you asked me if I thought that Kang as the villain is very interesting? Yeah. Do I like the new characters that's been added, especially with OB or Ouroboros? Yeah. All the pieces sound, right? There's something about the show that doesn't jive with me. At least this first episode. I'm not saying that across the eight episodes or whatever it is, I won't jibe with it. I think once they get into the more time traveling aspect and they get into the more kind of like crazy stuff that's going to go on, yeah, I just feel like this first episode, I don't know where they're going. And I know that sounds like silly because like they throw it short Kang, right? That's the idea. They're going towards Kang. I just feel like I want to know what else they're doing this season because like just saying Kang is like not enough for me that's like that's spectacle that's not substance in my opinion um i want to know what the goal of this season is i don't really know Uh, even from trailers and stuff i don't really know what the goal of this season is yes it's to stop kang but like i don't see the journey i know a lot of people might disagree with me on that now obviously again this is only one episode so i'm not going to sit here and say loki season two is going to be bad because it probably isn't 
you know, there's been a lot of first episodes. I really didn't like, for example, the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but that series turned itself around majestically nearer the end. Um, again, not the strongest villain, but they had a lot of good moments in that show later on. So I'm not going to rule it out. And the thing is, especially especially with more shows these days, I think you need to give two or three episodes before the show really hits the ground running. Um, uh, it's just hard when there's only one releasing it. Um, to kind of fully understand it. But the discourse around it is always interesting as well. But yeah, long story short, I think that Loki is... How do I put it? Loki season one, I really enjoyed. I, I, I could watch that again and again. I don't know how much I enjoyed that episode versus some of those episodes. Um, I just... I'm trying to think of the word. It felt... Sometimes people say more of the same in a good way, right? This felt like more of the same in like the okay way. Like not even a bad way. It's just like, okay, like if that episode was like the last episode of season one, it kind of still fit. I feel like from season to season, you need to change motifs slightly um, because there needs to be a differentiation between seasons, right? Not always, admittedly, but in this instance, I think it could have done with a little bit of a differentiation. I feel like you could have. We ended on Crazy Factor 9 last time. I feel like you could start with Crazy Factor 9 this time. Um, but it felt like very much like, oh, let's go back to the beginning and kind of almost not explain the TVA again, but kind of that, right? And so that's where I'm kind of at with that. Um, I couldn't even begin to guess where we're going. Because the thing is, right, could you have them feasibly defeat Kang at the end of this season? Yeah, because there's other Kangs, right? But Ant-Man already did that, right? And that's the other thing. A lot of people are complaining that Ant-Man didn't do as well a job as Loki is setting up Kang, and it kind of undercuts Loki as a result. I disagree because if there's a multiverse of Kangs, right, then there obviously are going to be Kangs that aren't as cunning, let's say, as other Kangs, or aren't as strong as other Kangs, because that's how multiverse works. Right, so if uh, if I were to exist in multiple different versions in multiple different realities, there's a version of me that's the Hulk, right? There's a version of me that's the that I that's Iron Man. There's a version of me that's Captain America. There's also a version of me that works in McDonald's. That's a reference to Sylvie, by the way. Just in case you didn't know, there was a post credit scene in this episode. It wasn't anything crazy, but was Sylvie going to that McDonald's that we've been seeing in all of the trailers and promotional material? So, also, they did a really cool um, TVA, like a, a, like a McDonald's change into a TVA kind of hideout, so to speak. Very interesting. Like that a lot. I would have loved to have gone to see it in. America, alas. Um, damn you, Americans. Having all the cool stuff. Uh, you don't deserve it. <laughs> I'm kidding. kidding. Um, but yeah, so I... I don't think I necessarily feel like the pathos of of Loki is undermined by Ant-Man. I do kind of understand where they're coming from at the same time. It's the it's the Thanos effect to a degree. It's a, it's a different version of it, but it's the same thing. They already defeated Thanos. Why is a Thanos that is arguably not their Thanos and one that's from 2014 instead of 2020, uh, 2019, sorry. Um, why is he more threatened? He's not. Um, 
so you know there's a lot of things to unpack there i'm really hoping that next episode kind of sells me on this i just feel like i just i don't know how to grasp it just nothing felt super exciting the one thing i w- i'm excited for i will admit though is seeing kang and ravona and seeing what's going on with them because that sounds like they're getting into a lot of shit together and she was obviously searching for him at the end of season one and they're, they're a big they, they end up like a, as a couple in the comics so i'm interested to see if she's joining him or if perhaps she's actually seeking to destroy him as also i believe happens in the comics i'm not clued up entirely on that but it is exciting all the same yeah so i don't have as much to say on loki i've got to be honest it doesn't help, obviously, you know, as opposed to Ahsoka, where I'm talking about a full season, I'm talking about one episode of Loki. Of course, as always, I'll give, give Loki a more fair shake at the end of the season. I mean, that's the point of For What It's Nerd, right? We talk about what we've got in front of us, we talk about the facts, we talk about what we feel as well. In adjacent to those facts, we're always willing to change it when the time comes that new evidence, so to speak, is brought to light. So... Um, when we get to the end of Loki, we'll probably have another discussion about that. So that will be in another few weeks, about just over a month. Uh, and yeah, until then, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts. If you disagree with my thoughts, let me know. What do you guys think? Do you think episode one of Loki was good? Did you dislike Ahsoka? Um, you're not allowed to dislike Ahsoka, by the way, um, because it's some of my favorite uh, characters in fiction on the big screen. Not big screen, but you know, well, they were kind of on the big screen for one of the episodes. So you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, but yes, thank you guys as always for watching slash listening. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And as always, I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.